Drinking Out of Cups podcast. I am your host, Raven. I am here joined by my co-host. We got... What's up, dudes? We got Ryan in the building. We in Portland. We big chilling, dude. We just went to the Hoyt Arboretum. Saw some trees. Saw some bushes. Saw some shrubs. And... Uh, nice. Plants, you know. <laughs> so many plants. Sick-ass plants. It's the big place. Dude, it's sick. We actually... We were only there for like maybe like three or four hours, but uh, we saw pretty much the whole thing. Really? Like a little bit that we didn't see. What 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 was, what was like your the, favorite tree? Douglas fir. Nice. Interesting. Douglas fir is definitely the best. I like those trees that look like they're made out of Legos, the spiky ones. Oh, are you talking about the the monkey puzzle? Yeah, I think Dude, so. Dude, those things are sick. Wait, why do you like a Douglas fir so much? I don't know. I just like the way fir trees look, dude. That's, okay. You can You're tell, a furry. You can tell that You're I'm literally being justice for joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I just like them because of the way that they are. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, the monkey puzzle trees. If Dude, any yeah, of our listeners haven't seen those, they have those here in the Hoyt Arboretum. And I've seen them in people's yards too. Yeah. That's like when I first saw them and it says delivering packages. But... They are crazy looking. They look like a tree mixed with a cactus. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. They're freaking wild. Yeah, they're pretty freaking with the nice. With yeah. the noise. Yeah, they're they're good trees. I like trees, dude. I saw a couple of trees that I that they haven't. So that good tree that I was talking about that's right next to Sony, I saw one of those, but it was a bigger one. And I was like, that's Damn. a nice tree. Willow tree? No, it wasn't willow tree. I have no idea, I have no idea what kind tree? of tree it was. It wasn't an oak tree. Nice. It was a nice tree, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. You had fun? I had a blast, dude. Yeah, yep. you ready to have some more fun? Yeah, I'm trying to fucking... I'm trying to do some Gatorade, dude. <laughs> some Gatorade. <laughs> well, dude, ga- when did Gatorade come out? No, it was probably in the 90s. Probably a long time ago. I have no well, idea. Well, I hope that we can all start this episode by hopping in our time machine and going back 11 years to when life was much simpler back in the year 2012. Are you ready? You ready to get in this time machine with me? Yeah. Come on, get in. The door's open. Oh. All right, now push those buttons. Wait, no. You typed in 2001. Ah, Why September? No. Oh, no. Oh, no, dude. The World Trade Center 2001. Ah. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so back in the year 2012, when everybody's biggest concern on their mind wasn't a famine or global warming or a global pandemic, or any psychotic candidates for world leaders or anything like that. But instead, the biggest concern on everybody's mind was the meaning of a calendar that was made 5,000 years ago, and if it was created to predict the end of the world. Do you remember this? Do you remember the fear in everyone's mind? I remember the movie 2012. Do you not remember the Mayan calendars here? I do, but I remember the movie 2012. That came out in 2009. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good movie. Yeah, but it was about 2012, which is about the mind, the end of like the mind calendar. But were you, I remember myself in December being slightly worried. Oh, I, I, I remember being on a bus on my, on a school bus on my way home and everyone talking about it. And it was about to, I think, 
it was about to be Christmas break or something, yeah. and we were all just like, "See you guys never, dude." <laughs> <laughs> dude, I remember being like legitimate, legitimately scared because. I didn't know if the Mayans, because back in the day, they knew so much more about the stars and planets and all kinds of shit. I oh, was yeah. like, is Nibiru going to come back? Is it going to crash into the earth or fucking, are the aliens going to come back and just wipe us out? I thought there's going to be some weird cosmic phenomenon that just fucking offed us. No, oh, yeah, dude, that would have been really fucking shitty. <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. made me sad. Dude. That was literally <laughs> the only thing I worried about in 2012. <laughs> the whole yeah. 2012. I was like, let's live it up. Because shit's ending. The Mayans said so. Yeah, true. But the 2012 was also a huge year in so many other regards. The first Hunger Games movie came out. Justin nice. Bieber and Selena Gomez had their first breakup. Everyone learned the Gognum style dance. Sorry, what'd you call it? <laughs> Gognum style? Gognum style. Uh, Gagnum style? Is that what it is? It's Gangnam style. Oh, okay. So. Open Gangnam style. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Open Gangnam style. Worst of all these things, the Sandy Hook massacre happened. That was in 2012? That was in 2012. Damn, that sucks, dude. That was so long ago, yeah. Yep, this is a time that we look back on like it was just yesterday, mostly with a sense of nostalgia, not for the Sandy Hook thing. But there is no cancel culture, no AI or TikTok. Vice was still an incredible source for news. You know, the good old days. It was, Vice was still sick. Yeah, Vice was still sick. Fucking, I think that was when Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia was on Vice. Yeah, yeah, it and, was. And uh, fucking GTA 4. Actually... Was GTA 5 out by it? No, GTA 5 came out in 2013, you know I think. You know what the best game I remember that came out in 2012 was Borderlands 2. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good game. That was a 2012 banger. What else happened in 2012? I think I lost my virginity in 2012. Really? Yeah. Damn, right before the fucking deadline you were trying to yeah. get it in? You know what? It was actually right before the deadline. <laughs> I do remember that, dude. What if we all actually died in 2012 and this is purgatory? I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Just us doing a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking about shit that happened in 2012. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. We should just start a podcast just about stuff that only happened in 2012, dude. I looked up a list. It's not that exciting. Well, it was. There's like exciting shit that happened, but there's big shit that happened. But um, maybe what if Sandy Hook was about the Mayan calendar? What if Ooh. he was like shit's ending? I gotta go. I gotta go pop some off, dude. <laughs> gotta go pop off. Yeah. R.I.P. Dude. R.I.P. Do to you all think? Um, kids. Oh, who? Do you think Alex Jones ever brought that up? You think the he Mayan ever, calendar? Yeah, because mm. Alex Jones was the one that's saying Sandy Hook was faked. Do you think he's an alien? And all the and all the parents were crisis actors, and he got sued for like a hundred million dollars yeah, or something. I think Alex Jones might be an alien. Yeah, but I wonder if he ever used the the Mayan calendar as a reason why maybe mm, that individual maybe did that. you know what I was thinking of is like what if there what if there was an alien race that was just a bunch of Alex Joneses that were just like oh Sandy Hook was a liar <laughs> like they all just talk like that dude <laughs> <laughs> the frogs on our planet they're making, our, they're making us all gay <laughs> <laughs> the chemtrails oh, chemtrails coming on my ass <laughs> <laughs> their whole planet sky is just filled with chemtrails uh, all of the conspiracy theories that he yells about are actually true on his planet on his home planet dude that would be hilarious dude, oh, okay but uh, Everyone talks shit about Alex Jones so much, but he did expose that uh, the the um what is it? the the Grove right the fucking um what is it called the fucking 
whatever. I'm moving on. What? No, we got to get to the bottom of this. Okay. Uh, Alex Jones, he did what to the? What he did? What about what Grove? He fucking walked through the woods, um, and like filmed the the, the um, what's it called? The fu- Bohemian Grove. Oh, I just looked it up. Yeah, 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 Bohemian okay. Grove. Yeah. So what was he the was, thing about Bohemian Grove? It's the place where all the world leaders fucking meet up for like a summer camp thing and. And they sacrifice humans and babies to this Whoa. giant owl statue. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, dude. Fucking Nixon was there, dude. Yeah, yeah, all the world leaders were there. But Alex Jones was the one who fucking exposed that. So, you know, hmm. shouts out Alex Jones. Interesting. <laughs> positive shout out. No, dude, not a, we can't give him a positive shout <laughs> For out. For that dude. one. For that one, yeah. But, yes. I mean, all the rest of it is definitely negative shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. I think Alex Jones does crocodile. Whoa, is that what we're talking about today? Guess what? I mean, dude, it says it in the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> it was in May of 2012 when Vice News hit us hard. That's one thing that happened in 2012. It hit us hard with a video titled Crocodile, Russia's Deadliest Drug. This is the way I found about it, uh, found out about the drug. This is the way most people did, I think. I found out about it, about it because I found out about it. <laughs> I found out about it. <laughs> because of you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I know. I'd never heard of Crocodile before. Oh, shit. Except for the, obviously, the fucking, the hunter, Steve Irwin. The Crocodile Hunter. The Crocodile Hunter, dude. <laughs> Just a drug addict that <laughs> fights alligators for money. <laughs> that's so funny I'll get dude, that croc out of your backyard dude that's why he's like so chill around crocodiles dude he's just yeah. off the fucking crocodile dude. <laughs> <It doesn't> go, <laughs> he's not actually even Australian he's just developed that fucking spe- uh, just a speech impediment yeah. that makes him sound Australian well if there's anything we know from crocodile users they usually don't have a, a good a, a good uh, regard for their own well being you know yeah they don't really care if they live or die. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, it's really sad, actually. So this video, Crocodile, Russia's Deadliest Drug, was a video that attempted to capture the firsthand glimpse into the life of a heroin user in Russia while also explaining how this opioid epidemic began in the first place and the new lengths that people have started to go to get uh, this drug as resources and money are quickly becoming depleted from the areas where this mass use is happening. It's fucking abysmal. Oh, dude. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's like entire apartment buildings completely condemned. Oh, yeah. People are just going through like the woods and finding scrap metal that they're getting yeah. pennies for. Well, the interesting thing is that uh, because of all the abandoned buildings in Russia is they're literally going in into these abandoned buildings and like taking the tile off the floor, like stealing all the metal out of all of like the pipes and everything yeah. and uh, selling it for fucking money uh, to get fucking heroin <clears throat> or crocodile. Like pennies. Yeah. It's fucking, you're not getting like any more than a few cents for a stack of metal. And yeah. it was weird watching these dudes just come out of the woods, just pulling a little bit of sheet metal. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're, they're gathering that for money. It's like, what are they going to get for that? It's like, dude, you could literally get a job and make more money than doing that. <laughs> like, and you spend less time at your job. I wonder if they're in those areas, if there even really are jobs. It's a good point. Yeah. I I mean, mean, being the scrap metal guy. Yeah. Like the guy who receives the scrap metal, melts it down. True. That could be, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucked up, dude. It's, it's crazy to see just how many, I mean, dude, like fucking 20% of the, of the Russian population at that time of like 2012 ish, uh, 20% of the population was addicted to heroin. Jesus, that's it's a large up. percent of the that's population. That's a crazy amount of the population. That's a fifth of the population. That's like 
imagined fucking all of California. Basically, yeah. <laughs> was addicted to heroin. Yeah. It's fucked up, wow. dude. Because I, I don't know what the stat is for the United States, but like I guarantee you it's less than 20%. It's it has gotta to be. be. Like, it's well, got probably less than 10%. The opioid epidemic, you have to consider that. Yeah, but, but how even, many people, even then, it's probably ha- still less. Yeah, but how many people do you know that are addicted to opioids? I don't know anybody. I know like a couple people. We know a are, couple people. A couple, but yeah, but that's not one in five people. No, 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 not even. It's close. like one in like fucking well, maybe Well, next 50. to my house, it's one in every two people you see on the street. Yeah, but then you go to like other places like, you know, like Eastern Oregon or whatever, and it's like not opioids. But that's it's opioid like, epidemic stuff where it's like prescription. Yeah, but a lot of those dudes are out there doing like meth and stuff like that. Or I guess there are, there <laughs> true. are prescriptions. Yeah, yeah. Tr- true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, when this video came out in 2012, and, and I was a viewer of Vice at the time, I was super satisfied with the video. I liked what they did there. But literally for years since then, after I watched that video, I've been wondering what the fuck is Crocodile in the first place and where did it go? Because that video came out and then nothing. Yeah. Radio silence. Uh, there's been a few things over the years, but it's just been recap yeah, on exactly. what Vice kind of covered at the time. And I hope I'm not alone in feeling like this quote-unquote epidemic just vanished into thin air. Did Vice blow up a niche uh, situation out of proportion just to get views? Wouldn't be the first time. It could. Yeah, that's a good point. It could be. Um, I mean, I don't think they blew it out of proportion, but I think no, they... They didn't, but, no, but I they, just wanted to dig, have a dig at Vice. Dig at Vice. No, what's crazy though is that like, it was such a big deal and even other countries were like preparing for it to like fucking just destroy their countries too but then just never did yeah like very interesting well there's that whole thing that um there was russian politicians and um people who were just super super focused on this crocodile epidemic and the heroin epidemic that kind of believed that it was like a a narco-terrorism yeah, attempt, sure. Yeah, to destabilize Russia, um, right? Especially Al Qaeda, because Russia had been fighting with Al Qaeda. Yeah, and Al Qaeda was manufacturing Wait, a lot it, of the heroin. Is it Al Qaeda or Al Qaeda? I don't know. I don't know. I said, I've heard Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. They am Al Qaeda's. Al Coyotes, dude. <laughs> uh, fucking no, but yeah. So they had beef with them, and um, they were producing a lot of the heroin at the time right so, oh dude sorry speaking of al, of al coyotes dude al coyotes. Uh, <laughs> uh dude apparently they put out a statement that they they're backing twitter on the whole fucking uh, instagram thread thing about how like instagram is like trying to like steal the fucking ideas of um uh, of twitter i don't know if you saw anything about no, that I so instagram just came out with uh, a thing called instagram threads and apparently it's like very similar to like twitter i don't really know twitter that well and i haven't really looked into threads that much but uh, apparently Elon is like, he sent a fucking uh, cease and desist to like fucking uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, fucking was just like, it was like, dude, if you don't fucking like stop doing this, like we're going to have a problem. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they already kind of have a problem. They're talking about fighting in Italy. Yeah, I've seen the boxing memes. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude. It, uh, yeah. And so anyway, um, apparently Al, Al, Al Coyote fucking came out and was just like, like oh like we we support Twitter on that and it's just like who That's who even asked you dude crazy like, who even asked you guys dude? holy shit dude. <laughs> it's like you it's like you're having an argument with one of your friends on the street and some homeless dude just comes up and he's like you know I, I he makes a good point <laughs> it's like dude go back to doing crap I was listening <laughs> you're wrong yeah exactly <laughs> That's so fucking it's fucking funny. hilarious dude uh well you know I'm not gonna pick sides on this one. So <laughs> it's both social social media, so it's both stupid. But 
So what is Crocodile, Ryan? What the fuck is Crocodile? Well, not to be f- confused, sorry, before you answer, it is not to be confused with Crocodile, the final evolution of Sandile, the Pokemon. Oh, okay, for sure. See, I was going to say, uh, well, Crocodile is obviously a uh, prehistoric uh, fucking dinosaur. And, you know uh, what made me super happy researching for this episode is every time I typed in crocodile wrong and a picture of a crocodile shows up. Oh, I know. I was yeah. like, dude, I fucking love these guys. <laughs> They're so sick. I literally was like looking up crocodile and I was like, I just want to look at pictures of crocodiles, dude. They're so sick. Yeah, I mean, crocodiles are pretty sick, but they're also terrifying, dude. No, I don't know. They're so cool. They're like almost too cool to be terrifying. I mean, Al Coyote is kind of terrifying, but they're not too cool. They're that's different. They got guns, dude. If dude, you think I'll get, get, get canceled for fucking calling them Al Coyote, dude? You might get shot. Um, no, they might think that's a cool nickname. So I mean, let's not give let's sick. not give uh, <laughs> Al Qaeda a cool nickname. I mean, coyotes are kind of bitches, dude. They need a fucking pack just to like pull down a fucking bear. I was thinking coyotes like the people who smuggle humans over the border of mexico oh true yeah all right yeah maybe we won't call him al coyote yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) abracadabra (laughs) crocodile aka russian magic zombie drug croc or put simply poor man's heroin is almost a mythical opioid also uh fucking chi uh which is the russian word for it and then Mm. uh in the ukraine they call it Himia, like it's Himia. like yeah, it's like this song, like kind of like old dirty bastard. It's like yeah, Himia. that's literally where my brain went. Himia, Himia. He's talking about crocodile. Yeah, dude, exactly. Dude, ODB was the first one to do crocodile. Dude, he was. Is he alive? No, he's been dead for fucking like twenty years. Crocodile? Dude. Uh, no, I think it was crack. Uh, crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah. It's almost like a mythical opioid, in my opinion, shrouded in mystery due to the copious amounts of hearsay and misconception spread about this drug. The agreed-upon narrative is that crocodile is simply desomorphine. Yeah, That is the agreed-upon. That is what it is. There are so many other um, instances of drugs being called crocodile, uh, just random concoctions fucking thrown together, people shooting it up. And who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> but but it's desomorphine. Yeah, which and the, and like you just said, it's like the way it's uh in well the way it's uh you take it or you do it is you inject it. Like yeah. you, there's no way to like really like snort it or like fucking ingest it like through oral uh <laughs> through oral. <laughs> you could, but the people using this drug are not going to lose any amount of uh, bioavailability through wasting it by yeah. eating it or snorting it or yeah. anything like that. I mean, like they're that. already dipping down so low to be fucking literally shooting up like fucking a mixture of gasoline and a bunch of other shit. Yeah. Uh, depending on how you make it and it's stuff. It's really like the most depressing thing ever. But it's not far off from our trank, uh, the xylazine epidemic going on in the United States. Right. And it's really sad because... Uh, the history of why this is happening in Russia is it's not it's not people in their best uh, living their best lives using this drug. No. It's not people just falling into a drug addiction. It's people who are born into poverty, born into just an abysmal state of living who yeah. just don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's really sad that like fellow humans have to go through that. Yeah, so we should talk about maybe the effects a little bit really quick. I don't know how much uh, if yeah. you were trying to go into history at all or no, not. No, no, no. no. I, yeah, so... Uh, 
So desomorphine is an opioid in the morphinan drug class. Morphinans are a class of psychoactive drugs consisting of opioid analgesics, cough suppressants, and dissociative hallucinogens, among others. Uh, where the name crocodile comes from is actually not agreed upon, with some people saying that crocodile refers to chlorocrocodine, which is a codeine derivative created in the process of making desomorphine, while more likely, in my opinion, is that the name comes from croc or the name crocodile is referred to uh, is referring to the gangrenous necrotic skin that can be seen on many people who commonly use this drug. Yep. Yeah, it's fucking crazy seeing like videos and pictures of how what people look like, like literally like their arms, like like chunks of skin just falling out and their skin looking all like fucked up and green and stuff like that. And I it literally like my, looks like a crocodile. My brain is rotted because <clears throat> I got off work this morning and the first thing I showed Ryan was, I was like, hey, you need to see this video if we're going to be talking about crocodile. It was a video of a woman's face half missing. You could see her skull, her bone and her eye had fallen out and they were wiping out her just empty eye socket with yeah. a fucking cotton swab. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, <laughs> and, then and that's how I started my day. <laughs> I had just woken up. <laughs> yeah. And then after that was someone's half their foot missing. And, and then after that was a woman who half of her arm had fallen off and her bone was exposed. So I would say that a lot of the, the physical damage from this drug can, it, it beats the xylazine issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Because xylazine itself is what's causing this. While we'll get into it, the stuff that's causing these these horrible skin conditions and your skin to fall off and just rot away is not necessarily caused by the desomorphine itself. Right. Um, so yeah, if you want to tell us like some of the, the effects. Um, yeah. So it's very similar. I mean, it's, it's a synthetic opioid or I guess a half synthetic opioid is what they call it. And uh, it lasts around two hours, so less than heroin or morphine or any of the other opioids that um, people are you know, used to hearing about. Uh, people say it's eight to 15 times more potent than morphine. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's not as, I would say probably not as potent as heroin. Uh, because like heroin is more potent than morphine by like two times, right? Yeah, I don't know. So I guess, oh, I guess if it's 10 to 15 times more potent than morphine than it is. Uh, yeah, I think people started doing this because it was a cheap, more potent version. Well, and it's also super cheap is because uh, they say like one hit of heroin is around $20, whereas you can get a hit of um, uh, crocodile for like two bucks. Yeah. And so like, you know, actually, so that's a good point. All the fucking sheet metal with all those pennies and stuff that they're saving up, they could get, you know, a high off of, you know. This was 200 like a, sheet, 200 things of sheet metal. <laughs> dude, this is like a pre-look into the, the future world that we're living in now of fentanyl. Oh, yeah, dude. This is like arguably just as bad as, as fentanyl if it would have made it to the U.S. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, it's still really bad that other countries and other humans had to deal with this, but... Yeah, it's fucked up. And it's... it's Dude, it's literally destroying people's lives. Like, And what's fucked up as well is like you see interviews with people that have been doing it and they're like... They're like, oh yeah, like I'll be dead, you know, within like a, like a year from yeah. now or whatever. Like uh, one dude said a week. <laughs> well, that's because I'll be uh, dead next week. I owe some guy money. Yeah, and I exactly. don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, and like, but they say like, if you start using this, like within two to three years, you will be dead. Oh yeah, yeah. That's similar to what they say with xylazine, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that guy in particular, just to to glance on that for a second, owed someone three hundred, the equivalent of three hundred U.S. dollars. Yeah. And he said, I don't care. I'll be dead next week. Yeah. That 
to like with inflation in the United States is so payable. And so you could find $300 if you absolutely had to. But to someone in that state in like in Russia, in rural Siberia, like that's probably $10,000. Like it's probably fucking an incredible, incredible hill to climb if they thought about having to pay that back. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's because a lot that is area, especially of Russia, is like generally a more poor area because it's like, I mean, like, like Moscow and stuff, like those are like richer areas of Russia and stuff. But when you start getting into like the south, like rural areas of Russia, like it is extremely poor. Well, Russia is very similar to the U.S. in the sense that the wealth inequality is so fucking bad Dude, to where yeah. the one percent own almost everything. There's Russian like trillionaires. There's Russian oligarchs that have so much fucking money. Yeah, like even Putin has billion dollar oh, yeah. uh estates yeah and just so much fucking money and there, he's not even close to the only one no and then there's just the craziest just third world living like russia has some third world living dude so absolutely. close to modern society yeah dude this uh this, worse than the u.s yeah this girl i went to high school with is from russia and uh she was saying like she moved here like pretty early but she was like i still have family in russia and like they're like the poorest of the poor. Like it's so fucking hard to get out of Russia as well. Like yeah. it, 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 even if you have money, like it's still ridiculously hard to get out of Russia because of all the permits and like they just don't want you to leave yeah. because it's a fucking communist country. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it is anymore. I'm pretty sure Russia is still a communist country. Is, is it, it not? Let me look. Yeah, are they fucking commies, dude? I'm fairly certain uh, Russia. I think the communist regime fell, dude. Well, I know the the Soviet Union USSR was communist. Yeah, but gone. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I guess. Uh, no, I guess so. They're they're no longer seen as a communist country yeah, after the Soviet so. Union, but they still have uh, communist like ideologies, like still in like somewhat place and stuff like that. You um, would think that they would be better off. Like their wealth and inequality wouldn't be so bad. If yeah. That were true. Okay, so it's uh. So it says it's not totally come to uh okay so it it is like a capitalist country like yeah. technically but like there's still like a lot of lingering like communist ideologies and stuff apparently. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean you could own your own business there so. Yeah, true, but like you know. There's not like state food rations and No. things like that. No, not at all. So, yeah, the effects are... So, people shoot up this drug, desomorphine. The effects are just opioid effects, you know, respiratory depression, um, severe relaxation, euphoria, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, It happens really fast. Yeah. The effects are incredibly fast. And you said it lasts about two hours, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, depending on what you make it with as well, because maybe we should talk about (laughs) like... Okay, cool. Because there's certain things that when you make it with, it makes it feel like it lasts longer. Kind of similar to like why Trank is being used uh, or Xylazine because of it makes heroin feel like it's lasts longer. Right. Uh, So we'll, we'll get into that. So desomorphine is created cheaply by people in a similar fashion to homebrew methamphetamine in sketchy unsanitary bathtub laboratories with incredibly harsh and dangerous chemicals. The popularity increase of this drug has been attributed to there being an abundance of cheap over-the-counter codeine tablets. Uh, I guess it's just legal there. Yeah, so prior to 2010, it was not over-the-counter. And then they started to um, basically... Uh, like some of the restrictions started going away into where they made it where you could buy um, two, like at a time you could buy two packets of, you know, things of drugs that contained uh, codeine in them. 
over the counter. I, it was a specific one. I don't remember what it's called. Legal lean, dude. Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you could buy like two packets legally, but then also like they, there was no written really like policing it either. And so like people would buy way more than two packs and like no one would give a shit really. Yeah. And so then that's why like coding started being like one of the main things to make it with. So that whole thing of narco-terrorism, it's like y'all are doing it to yourself. Literally, yeah. By just allowing this over the counter. Um, so so it's a combination of these cheap over-the-counter coding tablets being in crazy abundance and it being super simple to turn these coding tablets into desomorphine. Yeah. Desomorphine. Yep. Nothing. Desomorphined. Yeah, did you say the shit that is also used in it? Yeah, so these bathtub chemists use solvents such as gasoline, paint thinner, lighter fluid, uh, battery acid, yep. uh, just terrible, terrible yep. fucking chemicals and other chemicals like iodine and red phosphorus. Yeah, hydrochloric uh, acid. Just. Um, and then one of the other ways shit. that uh, I saw was that it was made was... Uh, cafetin, formic acid, tropicamid, which is the eye drop shit that we were talking about, and fucking petrol, which is petrol fucking, is you're gasoline. Sh- yeah, yeah, you're shooting up yeah. fucking petrol. That's so fucked. All, all of these um, solvents and things are meant to be removed in the yeah. synthesis, but oftentimes are not. Yeah, exactly. So that is what is causing this crazy fucking damage to these people's bodies. It's like, it's not the desomorphine itself, it's the the creation of it. So it's just fucking terrible for you because if the person who made it used battery acid and then didn't get the battery acid out and now you have desomorphine and battery acid, then you're shooting up desomorphine and battery acid. Yeah, and it's not like they're like actual chemists and stuff. They're not testing this stuff to make sure there's nothing else in it. No, it's it's a bathtub in an abandoned building. Or even in their fucking kitchen. Like some people like making it in like pots and pans in their fucking kitchen and stuff. It's fucking Like I saw at the end of that vice thing they were talking about the the two pe- the two dudes that live with their mom and uh they they were just like yeah they like they were making it here and like both of them couldn't even talk like correctly they were fucking brain dead dude damn it was fucked that's just so fucking sad it's very sad what a depressing way to live oh absolutely yeah i mean and also it's yeah i mean it i just couldn't imagine not having any motivation and just living like that like doing something like so like fucked up to your body that where you literally become brain dead like it makes me really sad to think about because anytime i am like you know fucking around like smoking too much weed or just doing you know whatever and then like i feel like it's causing any harm to like my health or something like when i was smoking weed and i started coughing up like resin i like stopped smoking weed because i was like that's fucking up my lungs probably uh at least the way i was doing it uh, which is bong and not cleaning my bong. <laughs> um, I was injecting fucking uh, weed, <laughs> <THC>. dude. <laughs> Pure THC. Live res. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and so like, I, I just can't imagine like the where people's brains are at, where they're like willing to just like throw their But we their have stuff to away. look forward to. We That's have, a good point. We yeah. have things. Like we're in a fucking room right now surrounded by things. Like, yeah excess of things yeah we don't have like bed bugs and cockroaches climbing around and just like just a we have hole. running water and lights and a sanitary bathroom and yeah uh yeah clean drinking water and food like an abundance of it and drinks yeah. and all kinds of stuff so it's just it's such a different world anytime anyone bitches i i do my best to think about people like this yeah and just realize that nothing that anyone bitches about in a day-to-day matters oh what yeah. so fucking ever as long as people are living like this 
none of what we're doing matters. If I complain yeah. about, oh, I couldn't get the new uh, tripod I wanted or yeah. I, you know, this camera, oh, I'm going to have to fucking struggle for money because I bought this camera or something. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. I no. got the camera. Yeah. So who cares? I should have to go three days hungry for that. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I just... You should go three days hungry for that. I do go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, then shut up and stop complaining. Yeah. Just kidding. But then my work gives me free food. So it's like, I don't know. I just try to put into perspective just the things... Things don't fucking matter because other humans are going through stuff like this. Yeah. And I'm not... In no way am I ever trying to be like, wow, th these people shouldn't be doing this because I know it's not their fucking choice. They were born into this. You're, you, when you're born, you're given a lottery ticket yeah. into what life you're going to live. And nobody gets that fucking choice. It's a random luck of the draw. I was, I was fucking, in some people's eyes, disadvantaged. Yeah. But I, in my eyes, I'm the fucking luckiest person ever because yeah. I was able to get out of that disadvantaged situation and make something out of it. Right. Not everyone's given that choice. Like, yeah. or given that option, really. But no, I, I agree. It's so fucking sad. I just never want people to think like, when we're saying like, this sucks, this is depressing, blah, blah, blah. It's a dig on the person. It's a dig on the situation. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. We're, there's, there's nothing personal about, you know, who it's affecting at least from our point of view, like it's more or less like it's just a shitty situation in general yeah. and it just sucks to see. That any it's, of this exists. Like, absolutely. So sad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so there's gasoline, phosphorus, iodine, lighter fluid, concoction, all these crazy solvents. Uh, these are probably not the way it was originally made and discovered in 1920 by German scientists working for Knoll Pharmaceuticals. It's always the fucking Germans, dude. Dude, it's... Oh, my God, <laughs> damn it. When was this? You said 1940s? 1920. 1920. Okay, so this is pre-Nazis. Pre well... Well, I guess kind of the birth of Nazis. So it was originally discovered in 1920 by German scientists working for Knoll Pharmaceuticals, who were at the time also one of the main producers for other opioids such as Dilaudid. Uh, mm, interesting. Okay. Knoll would not produce desomorphine, however. Instead, it was later synthesized by Lyndon Frederick Small, which I believe this was in uh, Virginia, but the okay. info is very scarce, in 1932. Okay. I believe it was in Virginia because it was patented in Virginia in 1934 mm. and would later be used and sold under the brand name Permanid in Switzerland. Interesting. In the 30s. So this was Nazis. Yeah. Damn. Sweet Virginia, dude. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we'll talk about it. if you if you if you dude. sign up to our Patreon, we will explain the story of uh, our previous trip we went to go see the dead at the gorge and fucking we'll talk about it on a patreon episode so sign up to our patreon and listen to about that oh and dude sweet virginia dude sweet virginia dude that's all we have to say dude i hope he doesn't show up dude ah, i know he, dude he hears sweet virginia and he comes running he's like dude. fucking hero brand dude. dude he's like he's like uh uh what's that guy the tall slender slender man oh yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's sweet Virginia dude, he's Slenderman. Like, he's the dead Slenderman, dude. He's like Mr. Meeses, but he's just fucking like he has to get he has to play Sweet Virginia to make himself fucking. He's like the Sweet Virginia Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't say don't sing Sweet Virginia three times or he'll come. Basically, <laughs> what are you doing? Or, just hey, hanging around playing Sweet Virginia. <laughs> don't play your guitar. Uh, wait, don't play. What was There's it? A mandolin. Or don't play GB. DBA, dude. DBA, DBA dude. Don't play DBA. Or he'll show. 
Uh, fucking anyway. <laughs> if you want to understand that joke, head over to the Patreon. Yeah. Drink it out of cups on Patreon or patreon.com forward slash D-O-O-C. Yeah, we'll have an episode out actually uh, probably next week or over the weekend at some point. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's only $3 a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it would be sold under the name Permanent in Switzerland. And this would be practically the last significant use of this drug until around 2010 when Russia gained national attention due to this drug that we are talking about, crocodile. It was estimated that in 2010, 2012, around 100,000 people in Russia used crocodile and around 20,000 in Ukraine. That's fucking crazy. It was a lot of the, it was a lot of the, like the Soviet, like um, past Soviet fucking, um, countries and stuff like that like countries that were a part of the soviet union um and disbanded from them there's a lot of those countries that were affected around this because it was all in that area like it was all like heroin that was trafficked from um what was considered the uh, golden crescent which is like iran afghanistan yeah. and uh, i can't remember the other country but that kind of area of the middle east and then tra- like trafficked through kazakhstan uh, probably by Borat and <laughs> hey what's all these bags over here my one alright she's looking thick <laughs> yeah he's just fucking walking around as people are shooting him crocodile alright <laughs> no and anyway so it's all these countries that were around you know part of the Soviet Union at one point and then um, you know, we're getting heroin traffic through them and, and a lot of the people were getting affected by it. And then, you know, a, kind of the fall of the Soviet Union kind of made a lot of these countries be on their own. And, you know, some of them are fairly poor, not all of them, but there are quite a few that are, you know, pretty poor and they don't have money for heroin. And so they, you know, turn to doing other, other drugs, which is in this case, crocodile. Yeah. So <clears throat> one thing I found really interesting was the, uh, the, the little illustration of trying to show how impossible it is to monitor that border. Yeah. And the length of the border from Russia, like the south of Russia, yeah. is the same length of the United States to London. Uh, well, it's actually longer. It's longer, lo- it's yeah. longer than New York to London, which yeah. is like 3,000 miles or whatever. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Impossible. They should build a wall, dude. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, dude. It was like the Trump of Russia. Right? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> It's a good fucking. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> Donnie Putin, dude. Putin, he's nuts in my mouth. Ah. <laughs> um, no, anyway, so kind of the big thing of like why Crocodile became so popular is because uh, prior to 2010 in Russia and Ukraine, uh, and generally the Soviet area unions, uh, Soviet Union areas, uh, Afghan heroin was like the drug of choice and for making like homemade injectables. And it would be distributed through Kazakhstan and into like southern Russia, and so especially like the southern Russian uh, cities were all like super like heroined out and stuff. Like tons of heroin passed through there, um, especially in like um, there's a uh, town called uh, Novo Kuznets, I guess is how you pronounce it. Don't speak Russian, um, but yeah, it was like kind of the main city where uh, the it was near Kazakhstan, like the Kazakhstan border, and they would like trucks would just traffic heroin through there. And um, eventually, so in 2010, there was a fungal um, infection or like a fungal disease, and uh, the production of opium was 48% lower than the previous year. Um, and so this made users in Europe and Asia turn to over the counter medications that contain codeine as an ingredient for crocodile, kind of what we were just talking about. 
And so it made all these people who already had heroin addictions were already into doing heroin, like doing, you know, they had opiate addictions. They were looking for something else. And this was the thing that came out of it, which ended up being cheaper and uh, obviously more fucked up. But like, uh, it was a good replacement, at least in their minds for, you know, not being able to get heroin. Well, it's the same thing with fucking xylazine right now is, People are like, well, this gives you a longer lasting high. Yeah, right? I don't have to buy as much heroin or fentanyl. Yeah, or if it's mixed with fentanyl, then, you know, the short life of fentanyl in your body, like you, you, the fentanyl high so quick, you mix it with the xylazine, oh, now it feels longer. Yeah. And so people probably have the same opinion or same mindset. It's like, oh, this makes this drug last longer and not realizing that a year from now, you're going to be half skeleton. Experience. Oh, yeah. And what's also like really fucked up about this whole situation is that like because it lasts not that long, People have repeated use of it like way more than they would of heroin or um, I guess, well, fentanyl is kind of similar, I guess. But like it's super fucking bad for your body. So then you have the short lifespan. So you're constantly shooting it up. And it's also extremely disruptive to your body. And then you have those combinations together and it becomes extremely addictive and habit forming and also terrible for your body. It yeah. fucks your body up. And so you have that combination and that's why people die within like two to three years of using it is because they have constant use of it and it's just, it's just destroying their body. And what the other thing that we haven't mentioned is that's really interesting is that uh, when you shoot it up, even if you don't miss the vein, like it still has a chance of like bursting your veins and it's really fucked up because of like all the shit that's in it, especially if you don't like, you know, get all the gasoline and all the other yeah. stuff out of it. It can fuck your body up so bad. Even if you do it, even if you inject it correctly, um, which is really fucked. And I actually read that uh, some people use uh, a drug called Dimadrol, uh, to, like to not throw up and stuff because yeah. it kind of helps with the nausea. And interesting is the main ingredient is DPH, diphenhydramine, which we really? recently talked about, Benadryl. They're shooting up DPH? No, they're, um, I think they are uh, either in ingesting dph or oh. they're like smoking it or i can't remember exactly what they're doing with it but uh they're, they're taking dph essentially to to counteract the uh the nausea gotcha. from shooting up fucking crocodile and gasoline and all that stuff um, it's kind of like taking promethazine with codeine yeah similar yeah basically yeah. Um, so that what's interesting as well is that i read this fact until 2011 russia was the number one consumer of heroin like we said before, twenty percent of the population was addicted to heroin at this time. Um, yeah, so Russia was the number. This is why the crocodile is so bad there, is because it's the well. First of all, it was the access of over the counter and the already massive existing addiction of heroin. They had to turn to something. Yeah. So and uh, this statistic says that it, it, the peak use of in Russia, it <clears throat> the use reached over one million people. God, that's so fucked. That's insane. Yeah, that's a lot of people, dude. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's a fuck ton of people. It's fucked up. Dude. Yeah, it's super <laughs> fucked up. Um, and so this is a, this is a fun fact. Uh, so in 2011, the Russian counter narcotics agency confiscated 65 million doses of crocodile, which was up by 23 times the amount of two years prior. You know, what's really funny about that is that was probably like a fucking van full, right? Yeah. Probably. That was probably a lot, like massive quantity. Yeah. For fentanyl, that would be like a gallon bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how strong fentanyl is. Yeah. Um, and, and also the, the thing we haven't mentioned that I read earlier is that crocodile, even no matter how much you shoot it up, 
like how how big the dose is, it doesn't actually make it longer at all. It may make it like stronger, and you know you have a stronger um, reaction to it, but it doesn't make it longer. Because I know like sometimes when you take larger doses of certain drugs, uh, it makes your uh, experience longer. And but it, and this does not do with crocodile. So you could be shooting up massive amounts. You have your tolerance could skyrocket, but you're still it's only going to last a couple hours. Yeah, which is fucked. Yeah, it's super fucked. Yeah. Um, so another interesting thing was the contri- another contributing factor to the change from heroin to crocodile was the ease of restrictions on the over um, on the over the counter medications containing coating. And I know I mentioned this earlier about how like they you know kind of ease the restrictions and stuff like that to two packs per customer um, to be able to do two packs per customer over the counter. This was like. One of the main contributing factors of why Russia got hit so fucking hard with this is because they, around when, you know, the whole heroin um, fungal disease thing was happening, they were also making coding like available to the public. And so it was just like, it was just a trickle down effect of all of these things that made it to where it was so accessible to make crocodile. It was cheap and it was just super fucked up. It's not good. Um, Yeah. So, um, it's a perfect storm. Yep. Literally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because uh, again, with the, with the use of how much people use it and stuff like that, like over and over and over again, it leads to worse side effects because of the continuous use. And also, um, Russia has super strict drug laws, apparently. I mean, as we know with the fucking, uh, that basketball player who got, fucking put in prison for literally a weed cartridge. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's so fucked. It's so fucked. Wait, it, 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 wasn't it some girl? Yeah, I don't remember her name. Did she ever get out? Yeah, she did. Uh, uh, we traded a... Um, a oh, a uh, terrorist or something, yeah, right? Basically, yeah, yeah, a terrorist for her, which is crazy. But, um, I mean, obviously, I'm happy she's free, but, like, we freed a terrorist, yeah. <laughs> which is fucked. So... Um, Shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> no. So, uh, but yeah, so Russia's drug laws are so fucking gnarly that like people won't seek medical attention because they're afraid to like get arrested. So people will have all of this necrosis and gangrene and all of this fucked up side effects from um, crocodile that they are like, okay, well like would I rather just deal with this or would I rather go to prison yeah. for like a while, you know? Um, so it, it's, yeah. And if you are, if you already have like a, I'm going to die mindset, then yeah. you're not going to go get no, medical attention. No. It's like, cool. Like I'm trying to die quicker, essentially, yeah. is their mindset, which is fucked. And um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And just to see all the abandoned buildings and everything that people are living in with bed bugs and cockroaches and just the fucked up environment that people are living in and just being like perfectly okay with is super, super gnarly. And yeah. Um, so, but part of the reason why it didn't really last that long of this whole thing is because, um, so basically it was in 2000, I think it was in 2010, 2011, they, you know, made, um, over the counter coding available by 2012. June they started, 2012. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They started restricting over the counter coding medications again. So it was really just like a year, a year and a half maybe that they uh, were even available. And this huge fucking epidemic just happened like within a year or two. And then the Russian government was like, okay, like, fuck that. Like, we're making it, you know, to where it's not okay again. Whoa, dude. If the fucking US took a, took a note from their playbook and just made. Um, over the or not over the counter, but different opioids illegal that shouldn't be legal. Yeah, 
Yeah. It would fix the. It wouldn't. It, it fix wouldn't fix it, it, it but, but it would significantly drop the numbers of people using it because it would be significantly less available. Yeah, because I think a lot of people who are on opiates would never be willing to go get them from the street. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. Because as, as everyone knows, or a lot of people know, maybe some people don't, but. Um, opiates, like especially pills and stuff like that, like people will be perfectly fine taking pills, but we'll be like, oh, I'll never try heroin. I'll never do drugs. Like, I'll never do, yeah, I'll never do drugs, but it's like you're doing drugs. I'm, I've been on Dilaudid for six years. I'd never do drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, whatever the drug may be. Drugs are illegal. Yeah, but then they're like, they're like, oh, I would never do heroin. And then it's like, okay, well, like, well, how about we take away your opiate prescription? Yeah. Then we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're gonna fucking switch to heroin. Dude. It's like, dude, I don't understand how this, this epidemic became such a problem in Russia because uh, desomorphine was declared illegal in Russia in 1998. So all these people were breaking the law. Well, what's crazy is in that, especially when you saw in that... Those people are doing illegal drugs. Yeah. Well, what's, cra <laughs> what's crazy is that in Russia, like in the, in that town of... Uh, no, let me figure out what it's called. Novo Kuznets. Um, the, there's literal er areas where there's like tons of crime happening, not a single cop, nobody around to like fucking crack down on this stuff. There was like the drug citadels and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. And whereas like, it's, it's similar to like Kensington essentially, like where you see all these people like on the streets fucked up, like there's prostitutes everywhere. Just like fucking, fucking dudes. Just oh, so there's they can a bike get... path right here by my house that you'll see the same shit. I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we should actually go there. Yeah. I'm trying to get some head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to support the local community. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, Portland's Trickle support, down so, Portland support, support local, dude. <laughs> triple tri trickle down economics. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all bad. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it doesn't really help the fact that they do that, you know, they did crack down on, you know, this particular drug and they made it to where it's, you know, it's harder to find and harder to get, but people are still going to do drugs. Like they're still trying to cover up whatever their, their issues are. Yeah. And so since the crackdown, a new drug appeared called salt, which is just some sort of basalt. I don't know exactly what it is. But uh, they inject it and it just makes you super paranoid. So it's like, okay, you went from Love one, that. you went from opiates to just knock everything away to then fucking PCP. Literally, yeah, literally doing some sort of basalt that makes you just crazy paranoid. It's like, that's, you know, it, it's just, it's what's available. And they're like, okay, well, like, I don't want to be sober. So, like, this is what's available. Let's do yeah. that. And so. It, it helps, but it doesn't help. Well, the same we should time. find out what this drug is and do a future episode on it. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely I'll look more into it. And we'll, we'll we will look more yeah. into it and we'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, you know, drugs will always just be substituted when you know with one for another. It's well, I actually have something that I, I want to talk about in this episode. that yeah. is pretty much like the U.S.'s version of that. because well, we only got two cases of crocodile in the U.S., which, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, there was one in Missouri, which I was about to bring up. Um, a man uh, went to the emergency room with lesions on his legs from, like, shooting up crocodile. Apparently, uh, that's what he. That's what was said. So, who knows if that's actually it's accurate. It's probably a Redditor. It could be a Redditor, yeah. I mean, it could Redditor be fake. Probably saw no, Redditor probably saw crocodile in Russia and was like, dude, I want to be Russian. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, true. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a hurry, dude. I'm trying to be Russian. <laughs> I'm in a hurry Russian to die, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but so one thing that we're going to cover really soon in the future, because I had never heard of these, and apparently it's making a huge um, outbreak in the United States, and it's... A, 
apparently a huge issue. Something that can be 10 times more potent than fentanyl or 100 times more potent than morphine is, or or no, codeine. Was it morphine or codeine? Sorry, I, I just read this, but they're nitrazines. I had never heard of these. They're a class of opioids that are even more potent than fentanyl that are causing an immense amount of deaths throughout the United States. Wow. And just like, you know, crocodile to salts and heroin to crocodile, these drugs just will always keep evolving. And this is why, you know, I don't think it's necessarily that we need to ban opioids like the pharmaceutical opioids, but let's just be honest about them and let's just, you know regulate these things it's because they're always going to evolve people are always going to find a way to get high and it's always the more you crack down on it the more dangerous it gets yeah this is the same argument we always have is that if drugs were legal they would be regulated and you could just go buy heroin and you wouldn't have to deal with fucking getting stabbed fucking crocodile you wouldn't yeah getting stabbed getting crocodile getting xylazine getting anything that's going to cause necrosis, getting fucking fentanyl and overdosing and dying. Yep. Like all of the, I was literally, I've, dude, I've been having this argument for the last like, two days with fucking like uh, my parents and like friends and stuff. Like yeah. not like arguing, but like explaining to them because they're like, they're like, oh, like what do you think like would like help like with this like drug epidemic? And I'm like, I have no idea what would help, but I know one thing why it would help this country is stop spending fucking money on literally billions and trillions of dollars on this drug war that has literally gone nowhere. Yeah. And then fucking take that tax money and put it into fucking healthcare. Dude, people fucking bitch and moan about Oregon. Like, oh, Oregon fucking decriminalizing drugs didn't do anything. Well, we only did half the plan. Yeah, literally. Literally, you cannot say something didn't work if you only do half of it. Yeah. Like, oh, one thing. I, I only cooked half of a fucking cake. It's not a cake. No, we didn't yeah. do the plan. Like, yeah. ju- the, the fucking the follow through needs to happen before you can say something. Doesn't you need work. all the ingredients to make. Before you say it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, so so what I forgot to mention earlier as well is that like the fucked up thing in Russia is there are literally no um, government funded like rehab centers. It's all privately funded. So there's like not a lot of places that you can go to like rehabilitate. Well, there are some, there's more than there is in Russia. Yeah, I'm sure there's more, but it's still not great. No, you know. And a big concern with people in the United States wanting to get clean or sober or even people going to get high is sexual assault is very prominent. Oh, yeah. like uh, a lot of people having to go get their illegal drugs or even go get clean are going to get sexually assaulted yeah, so, or physically assaulted or yeah, so fucking. I know uh, some counselors in um, in Bend that work at a uh, at a rehab place, and they were saying there was this counselor dude there that was like trying to like date his clients and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, you are a piece of shit. Like that's yeah. so fucked up. Like you're taking advantage of someone who is literally like coming off of a drug, like withdrawing, trying to get their life together. And like just looking for hope and you are trying to fucking take advantage of yeah. that and just fucking prey on them. And it's like, you are a piece of fucking shit. My girlfriend's a nurse and she, for like to get her nursing license, she had to go out, like do field work. And yeah. she, in the Portland, Vancouver area, you know, there's a lot of drug and homeless. And uh, she talked to this one lady who was on the street, living on the street, solo, had a knife and shit. And she's like, would you consider like going and staying in a homeless shelter? And like, if you had to be clean and she was like, yeah, I tried. And then I got raped a bunch. That's and, so fucked up. And she dude. was like, that's the nature of those places. That's what happens to women if they go stay in those places. That's like, so There's no fucked. safe space for people to get clean and sober. So people bitching about this fucking organs bill didn't work. It's yeah. like, well, if people try to get clean and sober, they get sexually assaulted yeah. or like worse, like or no, that is the worst. Like yeah. that's not, there's no 
avenue for people to go to get clean. So why would people want to? Now they could just use these drugs. So they're going to continue to do it. Yeah. It's like we be rational people in your fucking mind. Realize that if we want to fix this solution, it's not about one way or the other. Like, oh, things have to be illegal or fully legal. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no. And so what's people interesting as well, since we're on this kind of topic of like the Oregon government and stuff, did you see that thing recently of that they were gonna they were proposing to give homeless people like pass out tinfoil to homeless people yeah. and stuff like that and it just actually got shot down apparently like there was a huge backlash in the community that was like dude why would you just give a bunch of homeless people I just don't un- I don't understand it doesn't make it. any sense <laughs> I don't understand like as much it. as I like I'm like supporting to like try to like fucking help like homeless people if they do actually I think clean needles are fine yeah, and sure. like clean needles are great and I think that we should help every single person that's trying to be healthier right. and not get diseases and not if they're going to continue to use shit like allow them or, yeah. or not like completely allow but like if like clean needle exchanges are fucking amazing yeah. have clean disposal places yes. have clean like you know stop the spread of AIDS and sexual disease yeah. and all these things but tinfoil come yeah, it's on it's like dude fucking it's that's not going to help anybody with their safety no it's like all it is it's going to make it to where people don't have to go buy tinfoil yeah i know it's, it's like, and it's like tinfoil is cheap dude <laughs> Yeah, it's dumb cheap. It's, it's like a, a few dollar bucks. Yeah, it's at li- the dollar store. Literally, yes. <laughs> so, and you can get a whole roll of tinfoil. Anyway. You know how many fucking foilies you could smoke. This is what fucking- I mean by people barking up the wrong fucking tree constantly, getting yeah. on the wrong soapbox. It's like, just it, people are fucking morons when yeah. it comes to anything. It's yeah. so it's so crazy. It, well, it's it's just the people in power are so out of touch yep. and have never. Never gone down and faced the issue face to face. They see a homeless person, they're like, "How can I solve this issue?" Yeah. Not this is a human being yeah. going through shit. What's going on? How can I help you as an individual? It's how can I fix this homeless issue? Yeah. And then it's the same people who are like mad at this fucking Oregon put a ban on. Wow, this has just become a rant episode. I mean, it's fine. This Oregon, is what's for. Or yeah, Oregon put a ban on renters uh, excessively raising rent. That's good. People are bitching about it. Those are same people bitching about it are bitching about homeless people. Then how the fuck are people supposed Jesus. to afford houses if renters are able to just exponentially raise the rent? Yeah, that's, that I just got my sense. rent raised like a hundred bucks, and it's like that might not be a lot to some people, but to me, that's like I gotta fucking think about my monthly bills now. Yeah, a like, hundred dollars is dude. You could buy like a few weeks worth of food for a hundred bucks. Yeah, like it's yeah, that's crazy. It's fucked up, dude. And what's also fucked up is that. Fucking most of Congress is like generations above us. Yeah. Like they're over out of touch. Yeah. They're completely out of touch. They were, they grew up in, they were born in like the fucking 40s or like the 50s where it was like, oh, this is like the golden era of the United States or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like you don't understand at all like what our generation and even the generation below us are like going to go through. It's fucked up. It's like you shouldn't be able to be in Congress if you're over 65. I don't think so. No, no not at all, dude. Like it's, you. Sh- sh- we need more people that are in touch with our generation. It's like, and then people at, wonder why like our generation is fucking angry all the time and like always bitching and always fucking doing all this shit. And it's just like, dude, you would be fucking furious too if you had yeah. to be. Literally, I just saw an article the other day and said for people that like most Americans for to be like financially like stable, they say they would need to make like well over a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah. to be somewhat financially stable. Even in the then, States. that doesn't get you that far. No, anymore. like even people were saying like closer to two hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year, and they're like, okay, like that's like what we need to be stable. Meanwhile, the average American fucking um, 
uh, sa- like uh, yearly wage is like fifty four thousand dollars a year. Yeah, because I would I would consider for myself financially stable is being able to pay rent for a place on your own. Yep. Buy, provide your own groceries. Yep. Have a reliable uh, transportation. Health and insurance. Health insurance. All these things. I would not be even fucking close. Yeah. I can't afford to live without roommates. Yeah. Still. I'm in my mid twenties. Can't afford to live without roommates. I just got health insurance for the first time. Yeah. Uh my cars are always breaking down. It's shitty. I own a fucking car from the eighties. Like, no, like in I have an amazing job that people fight for. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Like that, like that people literally get person, degrees for. Every single person at my job has a degree. Like yeah in that specific field and I got lucky. Like people fight for this job and I can't live on my own with it. Yeah, it's crazy. And I technically make great money. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's cool. That's what's so fucked up about yeah. it, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's so ass fucking backwards, dude. And it's literally like, I can't, it sucks to say this, but like I cannot wait until like a lot of those older generations are gone. Yeah. Because like, dude, it's like, you know, as much as I love like my parents and stuff being around, like they get it, but like yeah. a lot of people from their generation don't. But and- the sad thing is that there's a new influx of the same fucks that are like, imagine people our age that are getting into politics. It, a lot yeah. of them are not getting into it for the right reason. They're no. seeing this, the corruptness. They're seeing the money that comes with it. Dude, I was just listening to this podcast about the, the, um, uh, what's that fucking sweetener, artificial sweetener? Oh, stevia? Uh, no, aspartame. Oh, yeah. And how oh, the, all the of those Coke. CEOs worked for um, Monsanto yep. and aspartame and all these companies, and now they're all in Congress. Yep. And one of them uh, was the, the chief of defense or some shit. Wow. Like, dude, it's not cool. The, the fucking United States is not cool. Like, so at all. And anyone who's fucking patriotic, go fuck yourself. Dude, literally, like, literally if you're they, like, this if, is the shit you're vo- they, they yeah. rooting for. Yeah, if you're listening and you fucking like, are like super patriotic, like, oh, America's great. Like, fucking, I own an AR-15. I own all these guns. Literally, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> I don't want you as one of our listeners. Like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah. It's like, we're in such a fucked up place in this country and people are still like celebrating 4th of July. Like, we're not a fucked up country. Dude. Yeah. I was I was explaining to my girlfriend because we just went to Dead & Co. I was like, you know, I understand the, the peaceful, love is everything kind of mindset. And I thought I believed in that at one point. But there is a place for anger right now in the like in our world that we live in. There is no time for that's being complacent and just being okay with the way things are. And things are not okay. Things are I was not like, okay. I was like, to be a peace loving hippie right now means that you gave up on anything that's important yep. and that you're just focusing on yourself. And it's a very selfish way to live. Oh, absolutely. To not be fucking furious right now is just selfish. Yeah. Like people, I'm, and I'm sure people who listen to this podcast see these things that are fucking inequalities in this world world and i don't want to go on bitching about inequalities and shit but because you know we hear it all the time but it's it's because yeah. it's fucking true Absolutely. and it's more true now than it has ever been yeah well in modern society but yeah yeah pre like or post i guess uh fucking you know like 50s and 60s yeah I, yeah that's like, actually like super wrong for me to ever say yeah uh, I the mean, jim crow I mean, era in a modern society it's just going it's in a decline um, it's been the worst it's been in 40 years yeah 50 years maybe we're in a decline yeah. Uh, well, dude, yeah. I mean, eventually this country is going to get invaded by other countries and there's going to be no one that wants to fight for this country. No. Dude, no, literally, no, no. if they try to start a draft, dude, f- no one's going to go. No. It's going to be fucked. No one's going to go. Who gives no. a shit about it? <laughs> oh, dude, I, literally. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway <laughs> that, was, uh, that was fucking... What were you talking about? Crocodile? <laughs> 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 that 
that was the crocodile hunter, dude. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that was crocodile. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to us rant for the last. Dude, I mean, it's just yeah. been like it's everything's fucked up right now. Yeah, but you know, things will tension. get better. Uh, I advise everybody, you know, write your city council. I guess fucking like. Do everything you can to just spread fucking correct information when it comes yeah. to it. As long as humans are suffering, that I'll be talking about this shit. Exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, the fucking depression rate, I think I saw was like 72% in America. It's like, how can we have the majority of the country be depressed and still like everyone be like, this is great? Well, like, only that? only my close friends know this. I don't think I've said this on the podcast. I stopped drinking because I got too depressed. Yeah. Like, I but I had been drinking for nine years as a way to continue that depression, but it got to such an extent that I had to stop. I don't yeah. think I, that's not normal that you get too depressed to drink. Yeah, I literally was at a point where I like I couldn't wake up in the morning and all I do is drink, and I was like something's got to change. But like fucking dude, the depression right now is just so crazy. It's fucked up, dude. It's insane. It's like every person I know fucking is like talking about going to therapy and talking or getting about how they're sober. depressed. Like, or getting sober. So yeah. many people I know are getting sober because they can't handle the depression exactly. that is coming along with it anymore. Yeah. Like it used to be like a fun type of depression. Like, oh, I want to kill myself. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. It's like, if I don't Fuck. stop drinking, I will kill myself. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's fucked. So. It's all fucked. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks anyway, for yeah, thanks for thanks for listening to that rant. That was, uh, I mean, it was necessary. It was, it was necessary to say, and you know, I'm glad we got that out. It was heated. Yeah, uh, be prepared for some fun stuff coming up, though, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not talk about opiates for a while. Opiates yeah, get us heated dude. every time. It's fucking every time, dude. It fucking oh, is so sad. Shit. But anyway, we do have some fun stuff coming up. We got it. We got some good Patreon stuff coming up. Um, probably we, some new confessions coming out soon. You know, we did have a lot of fun at the Dead and Co. So it was know. very fun you know don't expect any of uh, any bitching too bad uh, except it's mostly fun bitching but um yeah people watching and i mean dude f- fucking thank you dead and co for a real good time dude it was crazy it was like the sickest show i've ever been to yeah, absolutely definitely the, the sickest, show sickest I've ever musical been to. experience one of the sickest musical experiences yeah. top three by far yeah dude jim meyer rips on guitar dude dude jimmy dean <laughs> jimmy dean and the, the motherfucking, motherfucking beans, beans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to find us on instagram it's instagram uh it's on instagram at uh drinking out of cups underscore podcast yeah we're on tiktok drinking out of cups podcast every time. <laughs> yeah we're on uh facebook we're on twitter we are we're on uh, patreon yeah patreon patreon.com forward slash d-o-o-c where you can give us three dollars a month that helps the show out greatly it helps keep us uh on the on the right track and uh or you could just look up trick it out of cups on patreon we got a ton of bonus content over there it's not just uh you know the same old thing it's not just supporting the show you get bonus content and it's also just supporting the show but yep. uh if you subscribe before august 30th there's a giant spider back there Okay. Uh, well, we gotta go. Fucking <laughs> subscribe before August thirtieth. You will receive a free sticker in the mail from us. Um, after that, they will be for sale for much more expensive thirty five thousand dollars a sticker. So I would suggest uh, where the fuck is this? Spider? It was under the. It was dropping underneath the breaker box. Breaker oh breaker. Oh my god. Breaker I'm breaker. There's now, a spider. I am now relocated. <laughs> um, so yeah, no. Subscribe to the Patreon for a free sticker before April 30 or August 30th. God damn, dude. I'm, fair, I'm afraid of the spider now. Um, anyway, 
other than that, have a fucking fantastic week, everybody. And uh, keep your shoes tied. Yeah, don't do crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? R.I.P. Crocodile Hunter, Steve Irwin. Yeah. We miss you. We do. You were a true fucking environmentalist and a, and a real hope for humanity until that goddamn stingray. Dude, <laughs> Dude fucking stingray. took out a fucking real one. He could yeah. have actually got us out of this. I think he could have, yeah. I think I think if Steve Irvin was alive and Harambe were alive, we would be in Harambe. a much better place. Dude, there weren't even enough dicks out, you know, no. to honor him. If you're listening, get your motherfucking dick out, dude. Dude, dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Let's Harambe. Let's bring it back. Dude, all right. all right, have a good day. All right, bye. There's nothing like listening to Drinking Out of Cups podcast. Nothing like it.